to the Jar the Boss Man show. We're joined by personal trainer, fitness model, Legends Football League player, and author, Santia Dick, here on the Boss Man show. Santia, what's up with you? How you doing? I'm doing good, just uh, enjoying the weather, so, you know, I'm having a really good day. Hey, the weather is awesome. You know, yeah, I love late August. The weather's nice outside. Football's exactly. back in the air. It's just Labor Day's right around the corner for us all. So a great week. So how, how have things been with you this, this week? And, you know, what you got going you want to share with the people right now? Um, This week has been very good. Um, I've, I've had a lot of uh, great business meetings. Um, I can't really say too much in detail, but um, I have a lot of um, TV opportunities coming up. Um, as well as um, I'm doing um, some uh, things with a semi-pro league, gotcha. and also the uh, the female um, flag football league as well. So I have a a lot of big things in the works. Yeah, we're gonna discuss your female football league in a little bit because I got I, I saw something I might I, I could maybe help you with something. I saw something. I'm a, we'll but we'll talk about that a little bit later. <laughs> Okay. Now, we just mentioned your book, The Struggle, in the open. Mm -hmm. What was your motivation to write the book? And if you could, give us a brief overview of what the book is all about. Okay, sure. Um, I actually wrote my book uh, when I was a sophomore in high school, and I got it published uh, when I was a sophomore in college. And we just re uh, recently re-released it um, and made it like a little bit better. Um, there's some editing, um, and it is now available um, on Amazon. So, um, but what actually inspired me to write the book was um, when I was younger, I had a lot of friends that I knew personally that were um, victim victims of abuse, um, mostly physical. And um, I just kind of took uh, interest in it at a very young age. And I remember just when I was uh, in, in like elementary school and stuff, I, I'd always write. And I would always write from the point of view of somebody that was abused. And my mom... Um, <laughs> it was actually funny when I was uh, when I was in middle school we had like free writing there or something like that and um, I had wrote a story about a homeless kid but it was from like their point of view and my teacher thought I was homeless and so she called my mom and <laughs> my mom had to come to the school and explain that that's just how I wrote and stuff and then from there my mom was like okay you're going to be a writer and so yeah so when I was old enough to, to finally decide to write um an entire book one summer, I ended up doing it. And um, I just have a very, very big heart for kids. So I think this book can definitely change lives. So I'm, I'm definitely blessed to have the opportunity to have it out there. Exactly. Especially our climate with domestic disputes being so high, verbal and mental and physical abuse being so high. Having a book out there that can inspire others to overcome it and get and seek the help for it, not be scared to, 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 to let people know what's going on, is a blessing to have out there in, in this world today. Definitely, definitely. Folks, oh, yes. oh, and the, the book itself is actually it's about um a, a young boy who um is he has like dreams of going to the NFL, and uh, but he's getting abused by his mom at home. So it's kind of about just his struggle of trying to get to where he's going, overcome obstacles and things like that. No doubt, folks. Get this book, The Struggle, on Amazon.com by Cynthia Deck. Folks, we got Cynthia Deck here on the Boston Man Show talking to JR right here live for you on the Boston Radio Network, BostonRadioShow.com, and the Boston Man app. Folks, also, we got this for you, Cynthia. 
I see your personal trainer. At mm-hmm. what point did you realize you wanted to be a personal trainer? And and you know, being a personal trainer, you got a lot of motivating of people. You know, if people, some people are not motivated, unmotivated for a second, or when it gets too hard, they want to quit. So, what are some ways you use to inspire those who lack motivation or who has a, not, not, not a lot of drive to keep on going and keep on their weight loss journey to be persistent and not give up when they when knowing that they want to do something to make them healthier and live longer? Um, I kind of knew that I was going to be a trainer when I was um pretty much, uh, I would say maybe like a freshman in college because um I've been playing sports literally since the time I could walk. Um, and I still now I, I run track and I play football. So it just kind of comes natural. I think it's just knowing and putting your body through so much. You just kind of know what works and what doesn't work for people. And um, the best advice I can give somebody that um, wants to get in shape but doesn't really have any motivation is to think about what the outcome will be if you did not get in shape. Because everybody knows that our food is getting worse. Um, obesity is, is still a big issue here in America. And if you really want to live a long, healthy life, you have to take action now. I mean, it's, it's crazy nowadays. It's like there's like 80-year-old women that's look, that look younger than some of our 20-year-olds. So, honestly, it's about what you want to do and if you're going to actually take the time and put in the effort to, to achieve those goals. So it has to be self-motivation. Honestly, I can't, I can motivate you. I can yell at you all day, but if you don't want it, then there's, there's not much I can do. So you just have to want it and, and, and really take advantage of that opportunity. So yeah, that'll, that'll be my life. No doubt. And saying that same vein as we wind down this summer season ahead towards the fall end of the year, what are some tips and advice you could give those who want to jumpstart their weight loss journey now and not wait until January and make their resolution that they're not going to keep past the, the first free or uh, gym trial period? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, my advice would be to actually, if, you know, get a gym membership um, and actually um, try to commit yourself to two to three times, you know, a week of, of working out and then slowly build on that. Um, and, you know, change your diet around because I know it's the summer, so everybody's at barbecues and cookouts and things like that. But that season's over, so <laughs> it's time to get back in the kitchen and, and meal prep and, you know, change your diet around a little bit. And then if you can, get a personal trainer. Um, you, a lot of people need somebody else to help motivate them. I know me, for example, it's hard for me to work out without a trainer, and I'm a trainer. <laughs> I like having somebody yelling at me and somebody, you know, pushing me because that's just I don't know I guess growing up as an athlete that's just what I'm used to but um I think everybody needs a little motivation so if you can get a personal trainer definitely get one I think that will definitely help everybody in in a lot of ways honestly you know what's crazy I'm a former athlete myself and I won't step foot in a gym I'm all gymmed out you know I shoot basketball still play tennis I still go out and, and catch routes I was a receiver so I can help you out a little bit you know I, I catch routes I refuse to go to the gym I rather walk around my neighborhood walk around the track at the park I don't want to go in the gym because I'm just playing football and I'm gymmed out I'm sick of being in mm-hmm. the gym <laughs> you know so for me I don't want to go near the gym I just want to do stuff outside the gym to stay in shape you know so it's different ways different okay. things I know what you mean by being a trainer you need somebody to yell at you even so it's like 
it's we, hey, we all humans, all natural folks. Uh, Santia exactly. Deck here on the Boss Man Show. Now, Santia, I talked to many of models in my career, but never a fitness model. So enlighten me, please. What all goes into being a fitness model, and what are those shoots typically like? Um, for me, um, I just, I decided to really try to get into the fitness modeling because, um, when I was younger, I used to kind of want to do runway modeling, but I was always too short. <laughs> and so, um, I remember I had a photographer one day, uh, approach me saying, Hey, have you ever, um, did anything, um, sort of like a, you know, like a Nike type still, or something like that. And I was like, uh, no, but you know, I definitely want to. And so I ended up, I didn't even know who she was at the time, but she was actually one of the most popular fitness, I guess, model photographers out here in Atlanta. And, uh, I had my first shoes and it went like amazing. I got a great response, uh, response. And then all of a sudden I had all these other opportunities come just because of that one shoot. But, um, it's, it's usually, um, <laughs> pretty much like a lot of me, what I can actually do, like I run around, I, I, I play with, you know, weights and stuff. And, um, I've done a lot of bikini type stuff, um, physique type things. Um, my favorite shoes is when I'm actually in my realm, which is like on the track or on the, the field or something. And I get to actually mimic what I actually do. So it's a lot of fun. It's always physical. So it's not like I'm sitting there posing, um, for three hours straight. I'm actually moving and, and you know, having fun with it. So I love it. You know, I wouldn't trade it to do anything else. Yeah, I tell you, I used to manage models back in my early days of radio, and those shoots would bore me to death. They're like, aren't you happy? I'm like, I'm actually bored, actually. I'm not actually happy. I mean, I can imagine, because it's, it's the same thing. So, I mean, not, not putting the chain on any models or anything. But, no, you know, but I, you're it's, it's right. It's like, it's always what you can do. It's like, let me pose exactly. here. Pose this way. I look here. I have seen too many of you all pose the same exact way, and it does not, it doesn't entertain <laughs> me, or it doesn't make, make it any better. It's like, I'm here because I have, I'm your manager, and I have to be here with you. If I, if I could go outside and talk on my phone, I would. You know? But it's like, yeah, no, I, I totally understand. I can imagine. It's so mundane, the same thing, repetitive, you were so right. Now, I saw what you were saying, you need somebody in ATL to help you catch. I told you I'm a wide receiver. That is my experience <laughs> catching the football. So tell me, what about catching the football is giving you trouble? And how can I be of some assistance to you and your catching prowess? Um, I just think, um, for me, uh, first of all, I, all my brothers are running back. So it's kind of like, I'm just really, really good at the running back position. And I never really kind of took, I guess, I paid attention to the catching part. I was just always like, okay, let me learn how to run the ball and do all these crazy footwork drills and things like that. But, um, going into when I first started, um, when I first tried out for the LFL and I made the team, uh, I was great <laughs> at, uh, again, the running back part. But when it came time for me to try to run some routes or do some different, um, you know, plays where I had to actually catch the ball, I wasn't that great. And then now that I'm playing flag football, um, my coach is like, man, like, you're, you're really good, but we want to make you like outstanding. So you need to learn how to catch. And so I was like, okay, maybe I should really take some time and try to learn that now. But um, I don't know. I really don't know what it is. It's just like if I if I'm standing there, I can catch the ball with no problem. 
But me moving and running and having to, you know, look back at look back for the ball and position my hands correctly, I think it's just having that track background of just getting out and going and having that one, you know, pretty much line of vision. It's, 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 I guess it's more complicated for me because I'm not used to having to run and then, okay, all of a sudden stop and turn around and catch the ball. So just, you know, trying to re- rewire my mind, I guess, in, in a way. So that's kind of my issue. i give you some tips here. Don't kind of catch the ball with, you, with your body. Catch it with your hands if possible. So that, that, that's mm-hmm. one thing is hands. And, like, if you know your route is maybe a 10-yard route, you know, point break the right off prepare your hands as you're ending your route so when you turn around towards the quarterback or if it's a bad shoulder though have your hands kind of ready for it so always think before i get to my stopping point whichever the point may be depending on what play is called and get your hands ready to catch the football that's my tip hmm okay i'm gonna have to try that today in practice I'll even work with you when I I look here when I get back in town off the road because I'm, I'm currently on the road right. I'll even sit, take some time out and go out and throw passes and catch passes with you. I, that's what I'll do as a service to you. I will help you catch the football, but that's what I do. For that's what I did. For all <laughs> well, years. I appreciate that. No doubt. That would definitely help me out. <laughs> no doubt. Now, for those who want to come out and see you put on your football display and your talents in, on the football field, where can I do that? At? Um. Well, like I said earlier, I was in the LFL. Um, I'm currently um, just playing flag football for right now, but um, I've had some other opportunities where it's um, some more contact possibilities. I'm still kind of thinking on it. Um, <laughs> I actually did not continue to play flag football because um, for different reasons, but I, one of the reasons was um, I run track. That's actually my baby. That's my first sport. And I was I was a running back, so of course everybody's coming for my legs. So I didn't want to, you know, ruin my track career. Oh, I but get that. um, yeah. But currently, right now, um, again, I'm playing flag football. Our season doesn't actually start till October. We have a huge tournament coming up. It's gonna be like people from all around the country. Um, actually, out here in Atlanta, I'm not sure of the location yet. But if you guys follow me on Instagram or Snapchat or something like that, um. It's all track baby zero zero one. I will definitely have everything um, posted and updated and everything, so you guys will be able to come out and watch me. Couple so, of them. yeah, no yeah. doubt, no doubt. I love that. I love that. I'll definitely come out there and check you out. And I got a couple of more for you here. We got some here that kid on the Boston Man show. Now I know he's raised in Houston. They live here in the ATL. Mm-hmm. Where's been the biggest adjustment for you moving from Houston to that ATL? And in your mind. What's the big difference between Houston and the ATL? Because people like to compare the two cities. In your mind, being living in both of them, what's the difference between both of them for you? Um, it's a big difference. Um, uh, first of uh, uh, the people, um, they're they're different. Um, I feel like Houston people are more chill. Um, they kind of just go with the flow. I, I feel like people kind of know when you're from texas i don't know why everybody always say that maybe i don't know if you have an accent um but everybody just say we're just real too and down to earth and, and friendly and you know we i don't know our vibe is just completely different and then coming down here i just know that everybody's it's almost like cali um so it's like a black version of cali it's like everybody's trying to be somebody everybody claims they're somebody and they're not a lot of scam artists out here it's like everybody's trying to 
I don't know. It's just, You're right. It's a, it's a very weird city, but it's also a very amazing city because I will say Atlanta has a lot more opportunity than Houston. Definitely if you're an entertainer, if you're an athlete, even though Texas has the best athlete, they breed the best athlete. So, But <laughs> if you want to train somewhere, I feel like Atlanta has a great training facility for pretty much any sport that you want to do. Um, and the men, the men are different. Um I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings, so I'm going to leave it say at that. Say it, say it. But this is the different. boss man show. Keep it real. <laughs> I've said the same things probably. Feel free. Go right ahead. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. This probably won't going to be single for life, but oh, well. <laughs> um, I feel like, okay, my experience with the guys that I've dated down here, they're, first of all, I keep running into crazy guys. Typical. Um, <laughs> that, like, literally crazy for real. Like, crazy crazy and it's like it's either you're crazy or you feel like you're you're this shit and you can treat a girl and talk to her however you want to talk to her and i'm not that type of girl so i don't deal with it and when they realize that i don't deal with it they don't know how to act with that about that and um it's yeah it's just like they're a lot more feminine down here Definitely. They're not as masculine. <laughs> I'm just being you, honest. You're like, right. Everybody wants to be a rapper. Yeah, everybody's a photographer or our producer. And it's like, I'm tired of running into people in the entertainment industry. Um, y'all just have a bad rep. And honestly, dating people in the in the industry, I see why. Um, it's not a myth. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's just, everybody's just, they feel like there's this shit and they're, they're not. You know, it's, it's crazy. But at the same time, in the same breath, these females allow these men, these guys down here to treat them how they do. And so I guess they feel like every female is going to do the same. So I don't know. I feel like it's everybody's fault. But I, I always let everybody know I'm not from mm-hmm. here. <laughs> um, I'm just here. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, that's just my opinion. <laughs> Thank God I have the bleep so. button for you. Because... <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> Thank God, Lord, for the, uh, the, the, the delay. <laughs> she going to give me a fire by the FCC. My bad. <laughs> we. Forgot I was on the radio for a minute. I'm, like, I'm over here like, Lord, not on the S-bomb. Oh, God. Oh, God, sorry. <laughs> but I agree. And that's why people on the boss man, I say all the time, I don't date ATL local women. I date out of towners. I don't yeah. date if you if exactly, you're from Atlanta. Yeah. I don't talk to. You, I don't date you. <laughs> like I, I've I've yeah. been here for five years. Okay, and I can tell you, I never went. If I find out you're a local, I don't. I, I end it right there. I'm like, I can't. You know. <laughs> Yeah, it just makes you not as attractive when you say you're from yes. here. <laughs> so yes, if you're a transient, you're out of towner. I'm open for business, but if you are a local ATL woman, I can't. And people they say, "Boss mm-hmm. man, you're too picky." I'm not picky. I'm just being real. I know nah. I can't deal with the locals here. I know that. I feel you. I, <laughs> I feel look you. here. I'm in the like, same look, boat. <laughs> I'm a radio dude. I'm a sports dude. I ain't got time for the the play in the BS. So I deal with out of towners only because that's what that's what works for me because the locals here to be on some other you know what see that's how, that's how you do it until you know what exactly. you know, the real word. <laughs> just messing with you <laughs> <laughs> I got you I, I, I got you, yeah, you got you. <laughs> and finally and finally before you go uh, 
what are some other projects that you can talk about and works that you have coming up to want people to be on the lookout for? And where can the people check you out on social media, keep in contact with you if they want to get at you for anything that, 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 may, that may interest them to, about you? Um, geez, I don't even know what I can talk about. <laughs> um, hmm. The best, what I'm going to say about that is just, just keep an eye on my social media. Cause I, again, I have a lot of major projects coming up. Um, and I'm, I'm really want to talk about them, but I know I can't. Um, but I'm excited about what, um, God has blessed me to, you know, be able to do. So I definitely want to, um, keep everybody posted and you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, all that, um, at the same, uh, handle, which is track baby zero zero one spelled exactly how it sounds. Um, or you can keep up with me on my website, which is queen of com. And yeah, so you guys follow me, check me out. And, um, I will definitely keep everybody posted on the things that I have come up. No doubt. Well, since it's been great to have you on the show. You gave me sweat there for a minute there. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for the bleep button. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I really appreciate you. We got to do this again real. We got to do no this again problem. real soon. When I get back in town, I promise you, we'll go out there and catch the footballs. We'll make we'll make some shake for you. All right, All right sounds folks, good. Deck on the Boss Man Show. Shake